Welcome to the Business Mentor Podcast. This podcast is where we share and discuss the experiences, ideas, and happenings in the world of business, featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction in your journey. Introducing your host, award-winning entrepreneur and Prince's Trust business mentor, Jay Dillon. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Great to have you guys aboard. For this episode, I'm going to take you into a live video I did with Rob Moore. Now, if you don't know Rob Moore, he's the host of Destructive Entrepreneur, which has got millions of subscribers. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's got a property company with 850 properties plus. He's got so much in his academy and he's helping lots of entrepreneurs. And he's a mentor of mine. So um, we talked about mentoring and we go deep dive into mentoring and we have a, a debate about this. And I think it's really important because I get messaged all the time about mentoring. What is it? How do I get into it? And although I've worked with clients, I can't get back to everyone. So I thought we'll do a podcast on this. And at the end, I've got a very special giveaway. Now, I've not done this before. And this is really due to demand. Um, demand from um, the emails I'm getting, the demand from people want to know about mentoring. What is it? What's the difference between different types of mentoring? So we're going to give you a special event right at the end of this podcast. So listen to you. You'll get some great value anyway. Rob and I share some great tips and at the end, stay tuned and wait for the special announcement right at the end of the podcast. Hi, it's Jay Dillon. Today I'm here with my own mentor, Rob Moore. Now, Rob Moore, he co-owns 800 Properties. He's got the hit Destructive Entrepreneur podcast, which is uh, number one. I've got millions of subscribers. He's got Amazon books, bestsellers, and such a wealth of knowledge. And he's made so much money in business himself. So today we're going to talk with Rob Moore, my own mentor. We're going to talk about mentoring, mentorship. Not only has it helped me, but helped him in his journey to where he is today. The reason you need a mentor is because I think the mentor can guide you. And he can see things that you possibly can't see. And I've seen that in my business career. Um, how it's really helped me. Mm, I think people say that it's better to learn from your mistakes I think that's bad advice. I think it's better to learn from the mistakes of other people who've already been there and made them and spent the money and had all the public difficulty and the wrestling and the struggling. And then you come along, yeah. you invest in a mentor or a group of mentors like a mastermind yeah. and you leverage all of their mistakes. I call it like vicarious experience. You know, would you rather go bust uh, for the lesson of going bust by going bust or would you rather get all the lessons about going bust by being able to call on someone who's been bust a couple of times and can tell you how to navigate that minefield. Yeah, and I, I totally agree with that. That's why I invest in mentors. And Rob, you're my mentor. I've used mentors in all my life. And, uh, you know, the people who make, or don't use a mentor, they make a mistake and then they're out of the game. They lose that confidence. I see what the princes trust, and that's why I want to work with them. And, uh, you know, the knowledge is out there. You just need to get someone to guide you. And uh, a mentor does that for you. Mm. I think also, you know, like, when you do something for the first time, let's say you're a property investor and you get a down valuation or yeah. the finance gets pulled, you act like this little child, like it's never happened to anyone on the face of the earth ever and like the world is over. Yeah. Because if someone had bought 750 properties, they'd sit there chuckling going, yeah, that's happened to me 85 times. Yeah. This is what you do to get around it. And, you know, whether it's at the moment in our business, we're having to move all of our payment systems yeah. to other providers. And that is a massive mess. Yeah. Now, if someone had said to us, you need not just one, but two backup payment providers, you know, merchants, you know, then maybe we'd have something on backup. Yeah. So it's, 
Yeah, it's like the things that happen to you where you feel alone or you feel there's no answer or, or you feel it's like the biggest disaster. Actually, for someone who's been there, it's just normal. Yeah, and if you look at the people you've interviewed, Rob, and I've interviewed, it's a common thing that they've, they've got a mentor or mm. they've got a mastermind. They're not doing it on their own. And even myself, after I sold my business and all the experience, people said, why do you need a mentor for? Well, I want to take it to a different level and you bring something different because you have been somewhere that I haven't been. So yeah. it helps me grow that much more. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's what mentoring does for me. Mm. And you help me and I help others. And that's the way it goes around. And yeah. we grow a lot quicker. Mm. I think some people think you have a mentor once you become successful or it's all right for the successful people. They can have a mentor. You know, Andy Murray got Ivan Lindel as a coach and yeah. his career completely changed. Justin Rose has just become world number one. He's got a great caddy. Yeah. Um, but actually, people got successful because they had mentors, not were able to afford them when they were successful. And so I think that's a paradox people get stuck in there. Or, you know, like they want a great mentor. They want to be part of a great peer group, but they feel like they can't afford it. Yeah. But the problem is free advice is worth every penny. That's right. So you need to find the people who are further down the line than you in business to drag you up there in the quickest possible time. People also see the cost of having a mentor or being in a mastermind or something like that. Yeah. And they don't see the opportunity cost of not being in one. Because, yeah. you know, if someone's worth 100 or 500 pound an hour, which most business owners, even small businesses, you know, they're definitely worth that per hour yeah, to their definitely. business. Well, you know, you can spend a lot of hours a week getting involved in stuff that you shouldn't be doing and making mistakes you shouldn't be making. Um, so it's not just the cost of investing in yourself, it's the opportunity cost of not. Yeah, and I think now is even more critical because there's so much information. Mm. In 2005, when I started and the knowledge wasn't even out there, I had to go to a library. Now you Google it, it's all out there. Yeah. But you need it more just to clarify the knowledge is right what you're well, reading. This is it, isn't it? Like no one's saying there isn't enough information out there in the world. What we're actually all saying is there's too much information and we don't know how to distill and assimilate it and make that world of information. Yeah relevant and specific to what I do. And that's what a mentor's already done. Yeah. A, a mentor or a peer group in your niche and industry has already assimilated the mass of information yeah. and made it relevant to you. Because, you know, if it were just like get the information, get rich, everyone would be rich. That's right. It's, it's the how do I implement the information that is the, the, the quandary that people have now if they want to be successful. Yeah. Definitely. So my first mentor was in 2000 and 2007, 8 when the recession came. His name was Mike Osborne and uh, he inspired me because he had a private jet and a Ferrari. When I bought my car, he said he reminded of you. And then what happened was when the recession came, my business coach at the time, which was, I don't want to name the company, but he said, look, close your business down, liquidate your assets and take money out of the business. Whereas my mentor said to me, you know, go around Burton, drive around, see how many houses are for sale and come back to, and tell me tomorrow. So and I said, there wasn't that many houses for sale because the market didn't have that much like it did in 1970. And he said, the recession isn't going to be bad. And his advice was focus on sales, get rid of all stuff you don't need, but keep going forward. And that bit of advice changed everything for me because I could have quite easily closed the business down. So mm. that is my first experience of how powerful mentoring is. Yeah. So I've been lucky to have some good mentors as well. And when I say lucky, expensive mentors that uh, I felt like it was a stretch to pay that kind of money, but I paid it anyway. Uh, one was James Khan yeah. when he was like a big star with Dragon's Den. Of course, he's 200 million plus net worth now, but I paid thousands of pounds per session with him. 
And when I hired him, I guess my, my business was under 12 staff, so still pretty small. Mm-hmm. So that was like a big expense. And that was like a, a salary per month for an hour of his time. Uh, and he said to me, you know, you guys have got passion and enthusiasm, but you're spraying it everywhere and you've got no systems in your business at all. He picked up the phone, just did an internal dial. And then within like 15 seconds, a staff member walk in, walked in and gave him a manual like that. And then the guy walked out and then James said, this is everything that that guy does in his role. If he dies, leaves, you know, or I need to let him go. This document manages his role. So these documents manage these people, so I don't have to manage these people. Rob, you're having to manage all these people, and it's draining your time. Yeah. I've got processes and systems that manage people. Uh, people inspire people, but documents and systems manage people. That was a big like light bulb to me, and we went and implemented that into our business and went from 10, 12 staff to, what, 75 plus in the office now, plus probably 100 yeah. out of the office. John Demartini has really helped me a lot in seeing the upside and the downside and the downside and the upside. So, you know, we can all get a bit uh, emotionally volatile. Like when things are going well, normally then straight after something bad happens. Yeah. Because we're infatuated with the upside and we're not prepare- preparing the downside. Like the recession. Yeah. One of my other mentors who was on my board and he was on the board of like Aviva, um, big, big guy. He said, Rob, and this was in 2009, I think. He said, Rob, you want to be saving cash for the next recession. I'm like, we're not even out of this one. And he was like, exactly. It might be 10 years till the next one. So if you stosh, uh, stash stosh, yeah. stash cash now, yeah. in 10 years, you'll have so much cash because in a recession, cash is king because you buy all the distressed assets. Andres Paniotto is a billionaire. Um, he taught me that um, if uh, there's a recession, you can obviously buy below market value. But when there isn't, a lot of people, when there's a growing market, struggle with the prices. He says, well, you've got to add value. Yeah. So you, know, might, you might buy something at full market value. It doesn't really matter what it's worth to the market. It matters what it's worth to you. Yeah. Uh, so if you could buy like a, a, an, an old office and turn it into 10 or 50 apartments, you can add value. And that's where you get your equity. So I, mean, I could talk all day about these stories of yeah. mentors that I've had. And that's the reason why... I approached Rob. I can remember our first conversation was, you know, Jay, what are you doing? And I said, I sold the business for X amount. And I needed that growth. And yeah. one thing I liked about Rob was he invests in his own mentors, mm. just like I do. Yeah. And my mentees like that about me. And it's important for me to see that, you know, you Well, you need it. to know that I'm still growing. Exactly. Because yeah. if I'm not growing, because you want to catch me up, because yeah. you're competitive. Yeah. And when I say catch me up, you don't need to catch me up. It's just in the area that you want to grow. Yeah, yeah. And then me working with you, knowing that you're hungry makes me hungry to catch up with my mentors. Not that we should compare ourselves to them. Yeah, but um, it's, 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 it's inspire. Yes. You know, I, I like what you do. you're doing, new things. Like my mentees now, I did the podcast. They look at that and think, Jay's still moving forward, but then I'm, I'm getting the knowledge from you. Yeah. Um, so it works in the right way. But as a mentor, when I'm looking for my own mentor, um, is I look at someone who's continually investing, yeah. someone who wants to keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, and that's why you know, I approached Rob and we started talking and got a good relationship together. And I'm always getting new things. Yeah. And that's the most important thing. And I pass it down. I think sometimes people think, oh, well, I'll do a course. I'll get the knowledge and that's it. That's all I need to do. But, you know, there's a million people out there that are, of course, junkies with shelf development. Yeah. And to be honest, I've done a lot of courses and put a lot of information in my head that I've done nothing with. It's then when I've had proper accountability, someone available on WhatsApp, someone nagging me, a yeah. call booked this week, and me going, I've got two days left to this call with my mentor and I don't want to look like an idiot by not yeah. getting the stuff done. That's how we implement yeah. what we learn. Also, didn't you say, well, I know you did because you said it to my face. You said, I was coming here and I was not going to spend any money and yeah. I just have. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. And that's because I thought, you know, I had a lot of knowledge. I've got some mentors, but 
Rob brought a different angle to it. And since then, my growth has been phenomenal. Yeah. You know, and it's grown so much more. And the accountability, I really want to get something on that because that's such an important part. When I sold my business and I thought I had all the knowledge in the world, I worked for Princess Trust because I wanted to mentor mentees who had no business experience. It was easy for me to come out and mentor recruitment guys or business yeah. guys. And what I realized, the biggest thing was accountability. Is that every month, what are you doing? How are we doing it? And getting as a mastermind. So accountability is overlooked, but you need to have the accountability with the right type of mastermind mentors. Yeah which really does, you know, in, in, you know, increase your success because we've all done courses. Yeah. You can go on Google now and type in, I want to be a millionaire, it's probably thousands of videos. But the ones who actually do it is, yeah. you have the accountability. 100%, 100%. When all is said and done, more is said than done. Yep. And to know and not to do is not to know. Yep. Uh, and whilst people might perceive that, you know, you're proactive and relentless and unprolific, the reality is, if I haven't got a proper piece of accountability or a hard deadline or a public shame or a reason to get something done, I'll procrastinate out of it. Yeah. I spent 40-odd grand on that gym out there, that outdoor gym. Yeah. Uh, and I still don't do anywhere near as much working out, as you can see, yeah. from it. Whereas if I had a £100 an hour personal trainer shouting at me four times a week, yeah. then it's getting done. I'm six days away from finishing my book. Now, over the last six weeks, I've started to write more and more and more and more. And six weeks out, I was like, mm, writing a chapter a day, yep. messing around a bit, checking Facebook, checking WhatsApp. But in six days, that book has to go to the publishers. Yeah. It's non-negotiable. I've got a contract on it. Yeah. And that's, that drives me to get it done. So people, I think, sometimes perceive they're relentless, they're prolific, they get loads done. Everybody procrastinates. That's we're all, right. We're all dealing with the same demons. Yeah. It's just... Getting that external. Who's the easiest person to lie to? Yeah. Yourself. That's right. So you need that external accountability. You, you know, you, otherwise, it just doesn't get done. Yeah, just going on accountability. When, we, when I started having you as a mentor, we had an open, you know, I could ring any time, do what I want. The first thing I did was I thought, right, 12 dates. I emailed and we got 12 dates yeah. booked in every month because yeah. I knew... If I just had to open, I could ring you any time, I'm not really going to focus on mm. it. And every month we have a call, we'll go through the accountability, we'll do everything. Because yeah. I and know. Sometimes, sorry, Jay, Jay, sometimes we don't have much to say, yeah. but you know it's there. That's right. So even you know it's there means I'm going to get all my stuff done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the last call we had was look, I didn't have much in the business, but I said, I'm, I'm filming, can I have a take on certain yeah. things? So it's so important. Accountability is so overlooked. Mm. And that's why masterminds, mentors, meeting with them, group meetings, you get so much more yeah. done. And I, I've proven that with the Prince's Trust. Yeah. They know. say, don't they, the rising of tar, the tide lifts all ships. Yeah. So I know there's, I can't put into physical, tangible words what it is. But when you're around productive, proactive, you know, what can do, energetic people. Yeah. That is the rising of tide that lifts all ships. You get that energy. And yeah, the traction, the competitive nature. Yeah. I want to be the best student, my mentor has ever seen. Yeah. That is what I want to be. You said to me, I want to be your best case study. Yeah. You were like, I'm going to be your best case study. And then when we launched your podcast after, you know, like following my footsteps, doing yeah. your own thing, but yeah. obviously you thought, well, Rob's done it. And then you got to number one in, um, in the business charts. And when yeah. you launched, you're above Tim Ferriss, you're above me. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Doing it on your own. Yeah. You know, like there's just, just too many excuses. And that's because I put it out there. And yeah. sometimes in a mastermind, you put it out there. And not only that, we, we interviewed Richard, who's a good friend of mine, and he owns a battery, battery warehouse, quite a few shops. Successful, 40 years in business. And he's become a really good friend from a mastermind. Yeah. And I've got a friend for life now. So the connections so you, you meet. pay for friends. Because I ain't got many out of business. <laughs>
Yeah, and, and he's a great guy, you know. So the value you get anyway in a mastermind yeah. or a mentoring program is invaluable anyway. And just looking back at that, Rob, you know, I look at all the investment I've made in mentors or masterminds. I've seen that return far, far outweigh it. Yeah. I'll never look back and think, you know what, it's a waste of money. Yeah. And I, I'll ask anybody who's actually done a mentoring or mentor program that really put the effort in and ask them, was it a waste of money? Yeah. And, and they'll say they get so much more. So Yeah, I mean, I think... You've got to find the right one for you. Yeah. You've got to make sure that they've got the prerequisite experience because there sure. are people out there, aren't there, that are being a coach or a mentor because they think it's easy money or they yeah. haven't done the thing or they've learned some franchise model yeah. framework instead of actually being there and doing it. Yeah. Um, but obviously you built your business, you sold it, yeah. um, and then you have free time after that and then you decided to give some of that back. I was thinking about this because when I was an artist and a pub landlord, and all the other things I tried and failed at, tried the architecture for a bit, etc. You know, I always did all of that on my own. And I was quite um, ignorant. I wanted to be a creative kind yeah. of person. I don't want to copy anyone. I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. I can do this myself. I want to be unique. Yeah. Um, but actually, business is about borrowing the traits of the greats. And, what, right. you know, and the things that people do well, you model them. And then the things that they don't do well, you disown. And then the great things about you are brought out by your mentor because they recognize them in you. And so I got myself 50 grand in consumer debt when I didn't have a mentor or a business partner or a peer group. And I don't know, I mean, it must be pushing 100 million now in turnover, not even including the property yeah. income that myself and my business partner have drawn in. Yeah, I'm booked on to go to Necker Island. I see that as the, the biggest yeah. mentoring program in the world. Um, but, you know, like paying for a few days of Richard Branson's time. That's mega money, and that's money that a lot of people can't afford. Yeah. Um, what's the next level down? Well, the, the people that are being mentored by them. That's right. Um, There's a quote which says, a wise man learns from other people's mistakes, a foolish man learns from his own mistakes. Yeah. And that's why the statistics are 95% of businesses fail within the five years, because yeah. they're trying to work it out themselves. Well, well the knowledge know what you don't know. Yeah, exactly. You've never done it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was passionate about mentoring, because when I first got into business, we had no business experience. My dad wasn't in business. He, was, he works in a foundry. And the amount of money I paid for coaches that didn't really have the hardcore business advice, you know, thousands, you know, a month. And um, I think that's the difference between a coach and a mentor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um, you definitely want, well, it depends what you want. If you need someone to keep you accountable, that's one thing. And actually someone who just knows how to keep you accountable, yeah. chase you up, not let you off the hook, that's a tick. A mentor is someone who's been there and done it, breathed it, lived it, struggled it, wrestled with it. Yeah. And, you know, you have to be careful because why would a mentor be very cheap? Probably yeah. because they've not really got that much experience. So that the, what you invest has to be relative to what they've done and what you want to achieve. Yeah, that's so true. And we had a conversation with one of my mentees and I mentioned that in a different kind of way, which is the same is a mentor kind of sees a bit of a picture. So if you've got an idea, you can kind of see a bit of a picture and say, look, or she, um, you know, that may work and that might not work. And they kind of see ahead. And I can remember talking to you about something and you said, Jay, you can't see the picture because you can see it and you kind of guide him in there. And I think that's quite valuable as a mentor. Yeah. As a coach, they'll keep you accountable. But when a recession comes and they've not been through a recession, they don't know how to handle a recession. That's when they fell down for me. Yeah. And that's why the mentor said, look, I've been there, done it. This is what I did. If you do it, you're probably going to come out of it. Yeah. And on that, you know, like some advice I've had from people who are maybe accountants or um, people who haven't got a lot of experience in businesses. You know, when the recession comes, you cut all your overhead. Yeah. You get rid of, you know, most of your stuff, you thin down. In some areas where there's wastage, you do. Yeah. But, and this is really important, you do not get rid of your sales and marketing staff right, and your sales yeah. and marketing investment in a recession because that's the only thing that's bringing in your money. That's right. So you get rid of everything else. That's right. Uh, and you keep that. Yeah. So.
And that was a prime example. My mentor exactly said that. I was going to cut my sales staff because you think there's no sales. But yeah. when the recession comes back round, we were the strongest agency in Burton. And bearing in mind we were a one-man band started off, yeah. that's because we focused on sales. And yeah. that's why you should save a bit of your cash as well and yeah. it helps you out. Cool. There's this um, saying, I think it's Ray Kroc. Yeah. And he says, if you're green, you grow. You're ripe, you rot. Now, how many of us sit back when we've had a good win or a great day? Yep. You know, or a celebration and reverse engineer and analyse with a sceptical, critical eye, all the things that went well. I think that's rare. I think normally you succeed. You think, okay, I know what to do. You really learn when things go bad. You really learn when you're under challenge and duress. But what I would say is try and take a balanced view on it and hopefully um, the right mentor or accountability group can get you to see a bigger picture like you mentioned, see the whole thing. I think you can learn all the time, not just when you're in student mode and not just when you're learning. I think you should learn from your successes and your failures. What did you do right when it went well? Um, but you will definitely will learn the most, you know, when you're, when, when you're in that period of feel, being a humble student yeah. or when there's been a challenge or something that's gone wrong that puts you back into balance. Yeah, and also mentor, even when you get success is, in, is valuable. Because when I sold my business, I can remember I sold it, I thought, great, I'm going to retire or whatever I'm going to do. And them three months was the worst months ever. And then I started... Why? Was, why? The reason they were... Because Bored? There's, there's a void. Yeah. There's a void. You know, you're important. And selfishly, and it's quite no, bad to yeah, say... Yeah, no one loves you anymore. No one loves yeah. you. And I kind of waiting for the, the company to fail, but actually they got better because they had a big investment company. Um, and then that made you feel not good enough? It, it did. Yeah. It did. And, <laughs> and a mentor, and we st- I started um, watching yourself and started talking to you. At that time, I watched you and how you changed... From doing different things and I thought you know what you can re you can do something else you know I can I can do something else yeah. and that you need that you need that and um, it's not always when it's done you could be really successful and you can have a mentor that can help you go in a different direction yeah because I read um, quite a few I read quite a lot and what it says is as humans we've got to keep growing if we yeah. stop growing then obviously you What's know left? no purpose yeah so my dad is probably the best person in the world at giving up smoking because he's given up so many times and then started again so he's had good practice yeah and that's the same for me with retirement like i retired when i was what 27 28 yeah then again then the um recession kicked in so you you roll your sleeves back up and then 30 and then 35 and every time i've retired yeah just lose all direction and purpose so yeah and you know my friend neville wright sold his business what, sold Kitty Care for, I think it was north of 100 million. Yeah, yeah. And he said it was the worst day of his life. Yeah. Because he felt like he'd lost everything about himself as an identity of a human being the day he'd sold it. But he didn't know it was going to feel like that. He thought right. it was going to feel great with all the money. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think he sold it for 75, but it's worth more than 100. So how do you know how you're going to feel about all these, you know, in this journey? Um, well, get people to guide you who've been yeah. there before and experienced it. That's a funny thing because I can remember you talking about you semi-retiring. And that kind of got me through that period because obviously you'd been there, done it, and you know how you felt. Because I can remember selling it. I'm searching for a book. Has anyone got a book on what happens after you sell a business? Yeah. Because you don't know what to do, you know? And, you know, you have to get dressed and feed yourself once you've (laughs) sold your company. Exactly. And you feel used to it. You do for you. So I can remember I set another agency up just for the sake of setting it up. I wasn't passionate. I hired stuff I didn't even care about because I wasn't really passionate about recruitment no more. And you're right. And having a mentor just sits you down and says, I remember listening to you saying, look, I did it. But then I thought, no, actually, you've got to go back into it again. And that's what got me going. And that's what a mentor does. 
Otherwise, you're lost, aren't you? Yeah. You're trying to find this way of direction. Yeah, and I think if you look at any successful person on the planet, whether it's in sports or business or media or acting or celebrity, whatever, where there's a, a specific skill, they've learned from the best. Yeah. Warren Buffett, you know, he's, he's got um, Charlie Munger. Yeah. And he learned from Benjamin Graham and all these people. I just can't think of someone who's very successful who hasn't yeah. had a mentor. And the Prince's Trust, I'm going back to that, one well, of that them, is what they, that is about. Yeah, they put a million, a million people they're going for the next year. And the biggest thing is mentoring. Now they know the value of it. So for big, so a million people get mentoring. So it shows you the value. Even on that level, they appreciate that value. Yeah. Yeah. So my greatest result was actually, like I said, in 2008, seven when the recession came was surviving that period. Because that for me was the biggest challenge ever. From driving Aston Martin to having this business, everyone's looking at me thinking, look at Jay, he's come from nothing. And then thinking, oh shit, you know what? I'm going to have to give it all away and go and work for somebody. And having that mentor guide me through that, that's probably my first successful story, you know? And there's lots after that, but I would say that is when I realised the power of mentoring. You know, I had to pay for it, but that's great. But look what I'm here now. Mm. And I can have these interviews in this lovely garden with, with Rob Moore. And if it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd be here. Yeah. Like going through a recession definitely does teach you a lot. And um, when the recession kicked in in 2008, not only did I have a business, but I was in property. Yeah. So I'd like double dive because <laughs> jobs and property. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. The, the two things that get hit the most in yeah. terms of their, um, you know, their, their capital value and their income stream. So um, I watched a lot of people go bust through that time. Uh, and this sounds sort of weird to get like, to be able to sit and have dinners and lunches and mentorships with people who are really struggling on going under. But seeing all the biggest companies in our industry go bust taught me so many things about how not to do the same. Don't grow too quick. Make sure if you had to, you could halve your workforce or your overhead yeah. overnight. Don't, you know, don't get too greedy. I think there's the famous saying, be fearful when others are greedy and greedy yeah. when others are, are fearful. And when it's going really well, I understand that it could go really badly tomorrow. Right. When it's going badly tomorrow, I understand it could get better. If there's any cost you never cut, it's marketing. Uh, and so that was a really great grounding yeah. in the cycles because, well, I was in my mid-20s then. And if a cycle is every 15 years, I might have four to five cycles in my business career. So what do I want to do? Have one full cycle and then go dramatically bust at the end of it or start at the start of it when it was perceived to be the yeah. worst time, yeah. but get all the great lessons along the way. Yeah. I think also um, Dr. John Domartini has taught me about um, managing my own emotions because I believe that the biggest single skill that you either need to master or you'll be forced to master when you grow your business, if you want to grow your business, yeah, yeah. is managing your emotions. Right. You know, when you hire people and they don't do a job yep. that they're supposed to do, but you're paying them and then you have to go in and do it for them. You know, when you get critiqued online or people bring you into disrepute unfairly, when you have unfair legal cases or tribunals or yep. just all the just general rough and tumble of running a business, you know, like it's simple, but yep. it's not easy. And no. you, you, know, you do go and you take everything in your business personally. Yeah. If, you know, it, my wife used to work for us. She used to come back sort of complaining about the company. And it was like she was complaining about me. Yeah. So John Martini really helped me with like having a balanced emotional outlook. Yeah. Um, seeing the upside and all the downside I was perceiving such that there's a gift in every challenge. And so what that does is when you go through a challenge in your business, instead of it making you feel lonely, depressed and defeated, you actually go, do you know what? I've got a strategic advantage here because my competitors are going to be suffering from this too. Yeah. And when I figure this out, I'm going to be first to market with the product 
um, or we're going to be still standing when everyone's gone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Mentoring is this thing I think that a lot of people perceive is only for business or sports people. But there are some people who I don't think it's wise to say this, say, well, you know what, you can't learn how to raise uh, a child. You just, you know, they get born, there's no instruction manual and then you do it. But actually there's some brilliant parenting audios out yeah. there. I know people who have um, coaches on parenting and I can tell you what, as well as writing a book, raising kids is one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, sure is. Um, and of course, it's one of the most rewarding. Yeah. But you can learn from someone else who's been there in any situation. If you wanted to be a bodybuilder, you're going to learn from the scrawny one or yeah. you're going to learn from the, you know, the one who's got all the medals. So I, th I think in any area of business or life, whether it's your um, emotions and, and almost like therapy, or whether it's general business of being an entrepreneur, or it's a niche within business, like being better at sales, or being yeah. better at marketing, um, or better at accounting and finance. I think that one of the greatest secrets in life that is hidden in plain sight is it's better to learn from the mistakes of others than it is to make them yourself. 100%. And, and I'll go on that because through the Prince's Trust, young entrepreneurs come with a business idea, so they really haven't run a business. They're trying to find their way. They think it's the best idea ever. Best idea. <laughs> so having a mentor for them is valuable. And sometimes we've had a 12-month relationship and it's not for them because then they go and work for somebody else. But that mentoring has helped them. Yeah. Not only has it helped them through the business, the challenges, working with me or working with other mentors, it helps them get the life skills as well. So, you know, we just did an interview with Ant, who's come from a corporate world for 30 years. He's coming into business now. We wanted to get into business. So he needs mentoring just to get yeah, into business. Because a lot of people assume if you've got 30 years corporate experience, you know how to start a business. Yeah. No, you don't. All you know how to do is what you did. Yeah. Not, and the difference between working for someone else and working for yourself is huge. Yeah. And the crazy thing with Ant, if we go back to that example, is we did a basic thing, like go back and sit back and look at his avatar. Going back really to the basics of, why do you want to do it? You know, after 30 years in the corporate world, he's going right back to the start. And, you know, mentoring really helps in that kind of value. So you don't really need to always have a business, have a mentor. It could be a change of career, change of... I think you of, just need to strive yeah. to want to be better. Yeah. You want, you know, better or the best uh, in any area of your life. Do you want to be a better parent? Do you want to be a better person? Do you want to be, have a better um, emotional intelligence? Do you want to make more money? Yeah. Do you want to be more disruptive? Do you want to create new products that you haven't created before? Do you want to go into a new market? That's something that I went through. And once I'd been successful with a couple of businesses and products, I started thinking I could go into any business and make it work. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. The amount of people you see who are successful in business going to a product or a market they don't understand and it all goes wrong. And, yeah. you know, I went through some bumps and bruises where I was like, whoa, I thought this would be similar. Like yeah. podcasting is yeah, an example. Yeah. I thought because I'd done a thousand speeches, yeah. well, I could do podcast interviewing. My first few interviews with some big celebrities were terrible. Yeah. And, and, and that's a, a similar thing speaking yourself or interviewing someone, but it's very different. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anywhere you want to improve. Also, I think it's really important, whoever you're working with, whether you're a mentor or a mentee, a student or a teacher, is having someone that will pick up the challenges, the flaws, and aren't a yes person. Yeah. I've worked with plenty of people who follow a system and all they want to do is make yeah. you feel really good and motiv I'm a motivational coach. Yeah. Well, if I've got a really shit product, I don't want yeah. a motivational coach yeah. to convince me that I'm motivated to put this shit product to the market. I need yeah. someone to say, Rob, in my experience, that's not going to work. So often as a mentor and a student, I want to be the best student to my mentor. They're giving me critical advice. My ego is getting defensive. I've got to manage my own ego and listen to them because what's the point of having a dog and barking yourself and paying for someone not to listen to them? Yeah. And then in reverse, someone comes to me with a business idea that they're excited about. 
which is their fifth in a day, yeah. and they're already doing four things, or I perceive that it won't work, it's very important to be honest. Yeah. You know, people call it tough love. That's right. Because, you know, what do you want? Results or, you know, fluffy happiness in the moment? Yeah. And I'll touch on that because when I saw my agency, I had five or six people approach me, span of 12 months, they've got redundant, said, Jay, I want an agency. Can you just tell me how to do an agency? So I sit down with them. I said, why do you want to do it? This is how it's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And I probably saved them spending the last bit of redundancy money setting up an office. Because one guy was he got, got an office, he's got some staff, but I said, have you got any clients? Yeah. No, no, we'll sort that you, later. You got any money? You yeah. got any money, yeah. Because Rob inspires me, you know, he's a mentor to me. He's done, been there, done it, worn the t-shirt. He's got so much value and he's always pushing himself, you know. His knowledge from James Kahn and all the mentors you've had, I'm pulling on that knowledge. So the reason with Rob, and plus our values align. You know, Rob's an honest guy. He's a family guy. His values align. Um, and, and we both want to be more successful yeah. than we are. And we're hungry for that. Yeah. I like working with people who want to improve themselves. And I don't care how quickly or slowly they want it. And I don't care if they're competitive or not. But do they want a better life? Do they want to make yeah. a bigger difference to more people? When I met you for the first time and you came up to me and you said, Rob, I'd come to this event and I was absolutely adamant I wasn't going to spend any money and get to get to work with you one to one. That was the decision I needed. And I'm in yeah. and what's your mobile number? Because I want to book weekly calls and I'm serious about this and I want to be your best student in that moment when you were really close to me as well. Yeah, you, yeah, know, you yeah, got yeah. Like right in my face. I thought, <laughs> yeah. you know, people that. like that don't come up to me every day and, yeah. and say it in that way. And so I felt like, I know you invested money, but I felt privileged. Also, now that my business is a, a systemized, okay, I'm writing a book and that takes up a lot of my time, but that'll be done in a few days. What do you do with your time? What do you do with your millions? You know, I think that there has to be a time when you give that back. You yeah. give back to the Prince's Trust. I give back by putting a lot of information on social media and podcasts and books. The next thing is, like, you know, after I've been doing business for 12 years successfully yep. and five years unsuccessfully before those 12 years. And of course, I'm nowhere near as successful as I'd like to be. And therefore, I feel like there's some experience there that I, I must share with the world because if I don't, it's a waste. Yeah. Um, and also, there's a lot of people out there who have been doing business or their thing five minutes and they think, oh, well, I'll sell coaching, mentoring or masterminding because that's easy money. Yeah. I don't see it as easy money. I actually no. see it as not the easiest money. No, no. You know, all of my mentees that work with me on Inner Circle Mastermind Elite or my programs like you do on Studio yeah. Pro, they've got my mobile number. They're WhatsApping me regularly. Yeah. I take it really seriously. I am, every time they succeed, I feel good. Every time they're struggling, you know, I feel like a bit down with them. Yeah. And so the world needs more mentors and people in masterminds and peer groups and coaches who have really done it. You've come to the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. It was a real good session with Rob. We had some fun recording that and really getting some answers around mentoring. Now, I said at the start, we've got a special giveaway. Now, I've teamed up with Rob Moore, my own mentor. We're doing a special event for 65 people only. It's going to be split, split in two days. And myself and Rob Moore are going to be talking about mentoring. So you've got a chance to ask myself and Rob, two seven-figure business owners, two entrepreneurs who really, we look to be going to the top of our games. And you can ask about mentoring. I'm going to go into stuff like, 
How do you get a mentor? How do you become a mentor? How do you make money for mentoring? Do you need a mentor? What it brings to you? And I'm going to do that in the full day. And Rob Moore, my mentees will come on stage as well. And you can ask them questions. So it's going to be a real deep dive into mentoring. So, so for this event, it's actually no cost at all. We've decided to put this on to give some value to you guys and go over mentoring and a special gift to my listeners as well. So we're going to cover the cost for the event. All you need to do is turn up for the day and get some great value. I'm not sure we're going to do this again. Um, 65 is a maximum because you want to break it to small groups and really give some value. So it's a free event. So I recommend anybody come to that event. Now, I don't know if um, it's sold out or how many tickets, but... I know it's gone to a big community, but so if I was you, I'd get onto this straight away, get registered and really book yourself on because we're not sure if we can do this again. It's a a one-off event and I'm hopeful that you guys will will be able to attend. So the link you need to go to is http colon forward slash forward slash bit, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash R-O-B-V-S j-a-y so let me repeat that again it's http colon forward slash forward slash bit dot l-y forward slash rob v-s-j so get to that link it's going to be in the show notes anyway register your interest and one of the team will give you a call back and book you on it's going to be an amazing event i wanted i wanted to get this out for my podcast listeners as well before it goes out to my own social media So look, I hope to see you guys at the event. You'll meet me, you'll meet Rob, you're going to get some great takeaways and hopefully the mentoring thing will really bring home what you need. You need a mentor. Uh, Look, mentoring's changed my life. It helped me build a seven-figure business. Mentors have played a massive part and I continue to this day use uh, mentors to, to grow myself. I mentor my own clients and they're getting great growth as well. And they're going to share their journeys on stage so you can meet some of my mentees at the, at the event. So I look forward to catching you guys. Look, thank you for joining me in the podcast. I look forward to the next one and joining me in the podcast as well. Hope to see you in the live event. Take care. Have a great day. And thank you for joining me.